Um, all right, so uh, where are we here? Day two? It's more than that, but really, day two. Um, yeah, just trying to keep stringing days, uh, you know, stringing these days together. Um, you know, building off each day, moving ahead, but also trying to review the things we do and get better at them, correcting mistakes from the day before. So, um, yeah. Dog days of camp is coming up. Big red zone focus yesterday. What what should we expect in terms of the focus for today for you guys? Yeah, well, we didn't do any of that in the spring, so we'll pick that up here in these um, OTA-type training practice, uh, training camp days. So maybe more of the same today? Yeah, well, we're still on OTAs early from a practice schedule standpoint. <laughs> As far as going from mini camp to now training camp, have you seen any jump from anyone that stood out to you? No, we've only been out there one day. This is just a continuation. Bill, it's early on, but year to year, how do you usually see the offense and defense progress throughout training camp? I don't know. Every year is different. See how it goes. What's it been like working with Ty Montgomery? Good, yeah. Better, you know, a little further along than year two, but yeah, it's always great. Smart kid, versatile, it's a lot of skill. How would you define his position? Versatile. Speaking of that, Bill, just how, how important is, is versatility and speed to, to a defense nowadays? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. I don't think everybody has to be versatile, but it's good to have two or three guys that uh, can you know, get into kind of those gray zones, um, whether it's personnel matchups or scheme, you know, some of those kind of transitional down and distances where it's not as clear cut as it is at other times. What is but the you need a lot of people that can just go out there and do do their job, do it well. Um, but yeah, along the line, you need a couple of guys that are have some flexibility. Are there more players now in that gray zone than there were maybe 10, 20 years ago? I don't know. It's a lot more offensive personnel groups than there used to be. So, so is it almost by necessity defensively? I don't, I'm just thinking of you know last few years. I don't know if this is depends on what the offense. But depends on what the offense is doing. I mean, look, if they stay in eleven personnel the whole game, and that's what they do. Then I don't know, it's not a big mystery. You know, the teams that use. 21, 12, 11, maybe a couple of different versions of 11, depending on who the tight end is, or maybe they have a gadget receiver. You know, you use two back sets, uh, two halfbacks, that kind of thing. You know, team uses six, seven different personnel groups, then probably everyone want to defend them differently. If they don't, then you know, I don't know you'd want to play one group like seven different ways. I'm not sure about that. So Defensively, you have to react to what the offense is doing. I mean, there's certain things you can control, but... They put four receivers on the field. That's all different than putting three tight ends on the field. It's just, it's just not the same. Defensively, you don't have that kind of control. So how much value does somebody like, like we spoke to Kyle Duggar yesterday, He's somebody who could do a lot of different things. How much value does he yeah. bring to defense? Yeah, no, Kyle's a really good player. Yeah. Big, run, tackle, can cover, blitz. Yeah, it's great. Well, these guys are great. That's why they go into, you know, High in the draft, premium for them, and you know they end up getting paid a lot of money. Like that's that's what they bring. Bill, how would you describe Hunter Henry's off season? 
great, good, really good. It's one of our best. What made it one of your one of your best? Yeah, it's here every day, consistency. Um, you know, made a lot of improvement. Uh, of course, this year, you know, last year he's coming off of surgery, but this year he had a really good productive offseason from a strength conditioning standpoint. Last year it was more rehab. Um, he was very productive on the field. Gave us good leadership. It's great. Bill, when a player uh, has a big jump production-wise like Josh Uche had last year, and now they're more of a focal point for other offenses to stop, what, what allows a player to continue to have that success the following year after a big jump? Yeah, well, I think that's what separates the separates those players. You get guys that are targeted every week that continue to perform at a high level. Those are the special players. Anything particular on the defensive end at that position that Josh plays that that you know could take him even a step further? Oh, no, continue to improve and work. Yeah, being in good shape, um, being having good physical skills, and continuing to work to develop your game. You know, if you only have one pitch, it's a fastball pitch. Really, eventually they're going to hit it. Sometimes you got to come up with, you know, a second or third alternative pitch, pass rush moves, route running, whatever the case might be. You just only have one thing to rely on. And then, you know, eventually in this league, somebody's going to be able to handle it. So you better have an alternative to different, even different matchups or an alternative move so they're not just sitting on one thing. Bill, is was when a player like Josh builds out his repertoire, which we discussed with him last year, is that a conversation between him and Joe Kim and DeMarcus, you, or is it on the player? How does that conversation go? Yeah, all the above. There's sometimes you have that flexibility as a player, and sometimes you don't because of your assignment and situation. So part of it's having, uh, part of it's having uh, a variety. Part of it's also knowing what the parameters are you know, what you can do in certain situations. It's not all the same. You know, it was a couple days ago, and I want to focus on football, but with Patrice Bergeron retiring, what stood out to you about him and the career he had over the last 20 years? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously great. Um, you know, all the coaches that have been here, um, you know, Claude, Bruce, and Jim now, and I mean, everybody's raved about him, and you know, what he's meant to the team, the organization, and just, you know, all the things. So um, it sounds like he was kind of there, Devin McCourty, you know, just did everything right. It was just, you know, a great, great leader and player. Um, so congratulations on a, on a tremendous career. You mentioned the other day how uh, the competitiveness really ramps up on the pads, go on on the line, jamming receivers, stuff like that. But when they are out here without pads, what are some of the more valuable sessions, you think? The preparation for when real football starts, yeah. There's things we can work on, obviously, and, and things we're getting better at. Um, but we'll see what happens when it all comes together, which it hasn't yet, but it will. Well, yesterday, Matt mentioned that uh, he felt like trust was a big word this year for, for training camp. And he was talking really mostly about, I think, player to player. He wants you know his receivers, his offensive players to trust yeah, That's him. always the way it is with any quarterback and receiver. So it is on any team, any team sport. The guy you're lined next to, the guy that you're lined up ahead of or in front of or behind or whatever, just you know, being on the same page and being confident with him so that you can be aggressive. And if you're not, then there's a little bit less aggressiveness because there's a tentativeness of what's he going to do, what are you going to do, how are we doing it. So, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what team sports are. For, Doesn't for, matter whether it's football, basketball, whatever it is, you got to count on 
the people that you're with and they got to count on you. For you, I guess from a leadership standpoint, somebody playing that position, how much trust do you have in Mac that you'll get the leadership that, that you expect from somebody? Yeah, I trust in all the players we have on our team. If I didn't, they wouldn't be here. relationship with you and he said I think it's good and he said the big thing is that we had a conversation and we had a you know it was about a fresh start a clean slate did, did you guys have that conversation and was that something that happened early in the offseason yeah I'll keep all my conversations between the players private you know first sector of the players speaking to that relationship though and, and obviously for yourself was Matt correct when he said I think we're good yeah again I'm good with all the players that are on the team absolutely Bill, over the next few weeks, when you evaluate kickers and punters, and you're dealing with two snappers, two holders, two kickers, how do you balance, I guess, the overall evaluation of the operation with the individual results? Yeah. Uh, the best you can. Yeah, it's not perfect. Um, there, are, You've mentioned a lot of the factors that go into it. And of course, we're not in game conditions. It's practice. So um, the game conditions and um, joint practices, that'll be part of it, too. Um, but, you know, we just have to do the best we can. It's looks like, you know, it's pretty competitive uh, with all those guys. Um, you know, I, I would think that if they're not here, they're probably going to be somewhere in the league, you know, uh, most, if not all, that group. So uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. But, yeah, it's very competitive, and, you know, we we'll just have to do the best we can to sort it out. It's not opportunities are – game opportunities are limited. There's a lot of practice opportunities. So – just have to balance that and you know try to figure it out. It's good to have that's a good problem to have though. It's good to have that kind of competition. Lamonte played a lot of snaps last season, got a lot of touches. What allowed him to take on such a heavy workload? Just physically being able to do it. You know, mentally he's good. Um, but yeah, it's conditioning, the durability and you know, I'd say the way that we try to manage that, you know, and those things are all a factor. Uh, commands, you know, draft capital, and then eventually gets paid. Is that Is that a conversation you guys have had prior to the season, heading into a contract year? About yeah. Again, I'm not going to get into any contract conversations. That'd be private between myself or the team and the player. Bill, is there anything the coaching staff does specifically to get these rookies integrated with the team early in training camp? Yeah, a lot. Uh, we probably already had 50 meetings with rookies. They, they, you know, are here longer than everybody. They have an hour longer of some type of meeting time or walkthrough time or something on a daily basis. Obviously, with the rookie development week when they first got here, and we had a long string with those guys. So um, they're working hard. We're catching them up as much as we can. But, yeah, obviously, there's a, a ton of time uh, and energy invested in that group. Absolutely. A lot. Well, yes, I made a chance to talk to Matt. How much more responsibility has he taken on in his second year in that that role? Who? Matt Grove, sorry. Oh, um, how much more responsibility? I don't think he's taken on any more. Okay. I mean, when things come up, he takes care of them. If they don't come up, then, you know, he doesn't have anything to do. I mean, he has things to do, but, you know. Yeah, he has a wide range of responsibilities, and when things fall into his area of responsibility and his buckets, then he, he deals with them. How much freedom does it give give you to sort of let him? Yeah, have Matt, some does, Matt does a great job. He's very smart, very thorough. You know, has a, a great background in um, in so many areas: um, football, non-football, scouting, legal, 
you name it. So he's he's done a lot, and so yeah, I have a ton of confidence in him. He's great. He saves me a lot of time. He's very well prepared. Um, gets all the information. You know, we talk about it. And, you know, figure out what to do uh, between you know Matt scouting, coaching, ownership, whatever it happens to be. There's a report that um, you guys were in talks with Dalvin Cook to bring him in for a visit. Can you confirm that? Yeah, no, I'm not going to talk about the players that are not on our team. It's a long-standing policy that I'll continue to gotta, stick with. Got to shoot my shot. Man. The final question, guys. Right. Well, he's been here all spring, and um, yeah, Juju's you know great to work with. A really smart kid, a lot of experience, done a lot of different things. You know, merging them into some of the things that we do. Some of those are the same. Some are different. Some are new. Um, some things that he's doing, we're incorporating into what we're doing. You know, because he's had success with them. So, um, but he's great to work with. He's always ready to go. Very alert, attentive, smart kid. So glad we have him. All right, great. Thank you.